Welcome to the All Financial Hour podcast with Steve All. How safe do you think your Social Security benefits are? Well, according to a new nationwide survey, 71% of Americans believe that the Social Security program is going to run out of money during their lifetime. So what do you think, Steve? Do we really need to count on Social Security to help us during retirement, or is this a lost cause? Well, I have to look back, and, 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 and you know, this story's on me. I, I remember back in the 80s, I never thought Social Security would be available when I got there. And I can actually file for Social Security in <laughs> August. <laughs> so I, I got a month I can actually, and I thought never thought it would be here because it was in such problems in the early 80s. And, and again, we're at that point where if you read on the bottom of your little Social Security estimate that says, if they don't make major changes that in 2035, you could only get 79% mm-hmm. of the promised benefits that you would receive. Well, those things happened earlier, and in the 80s, they introduced up to 50% of your Social Security because it could be taxable income because it was in problems when Reagan was president. And then when Bill Clinton was president in the 90s, we thought we were going to lose Social Security again. So they said, okay, we're going to put more taxes on your Social Security, and up to 85% of your Social Security could become taxable. Mm-hmm. And I think Congress has kicked the can down the road about as long as they can. They are going to have to do something you know, sooner than later because most people that really need Social Security, a 21% discount would really hurt a lot of families. Some it wouldn't. And I think that they are going to have to change Social Security. I believe it will be means tested. I believe that there's people that will actually have paid into Social Security that will not get their Social Security benefit. Now, for all the callers that want to call me up and say that's wrong, I'm going to agree with you now. It is wrong. But I have to look at it. Is Does Warren Buffett need a Social Security check? Does Bill Gates? Nope. Do you think Elon Musk is going to? Uh, No. Jeff Bezos? Nope. These people might not need it. Now, I don't know what income you would put at it to say that they they could live without it. Mm-hmm. it yes, it's unfair, but I believe it's going to happen because the average Social Security out there is about 1100 to $1,200 per month. Those people can't afford a 21% discount. Mm-hmm. Some of us could. So that's the part that I think I think they will fix it and something will have to be done because they do not want to cut the income by 21% for those that really need it in retirement. How do you and your spouse handle your bank accounts? Well, the Next Advisor website asked Susie Orman this question, and she weighed in if couples should share an account, and this is what she had to say. I would absolutely recommend that you have at least three accounts, one for you, one for your you know partner or spouse, and one joint account where you pay the joint expenses out of. But I would never, ever have just one joint account, and that's it. Never, ever, ever. I mean, I agree with her on that. I know lots of older couples, they've always just had that one bank account, that's it, that's where everything goes. But what's your opinion on this one? I'm one of those old people that we predominantly have one account. Now, I do have one for my spouse, but it's not used. We've got them at a couple different banks, but every every bank that I have it is, they're joint accounts just for us, and we have one account that most of our expenses are paid out of. So for, for me, it's, it's going to be one of those individual assist things. The thing that I do warn people of, if you're going to have a joint account – Are you going to put your children? Do not put your children on a joint account with you because that means they own 100% of the money, as do you. Mm. And if a creditor 
needed to go after your child and they were on your checking account, it is available to the, quote, creditors of your child. So how you do it with yourself and your family, I usually don't get into that one. That's a control that I don't believe that I need to look at. I'm more of the person that I don't use debit cards. I overdrew an account in 1977 with a debit card, and I have not used one since on a regular basis. I look at the fact if a credit card company is going to give me the availability to charge it, and then I can pay it at the end of the month. That's that's how I've done it for a very long time. So, you know, everybody's going to be different within their own and whatever you're comfortable with, you know, is different because so many people, both couples have to work. Mm-hmm. It's completely different. My wife did not work outside of the home since the child, my children were like two. So we had one checking account and she basically carries it. Wow. Yeah, you're, you're right, though. Everyone's situation is different. And uh, that's also important to think about when you come in and you sit down with Steve Mell and the team that every decision, every plan is customized specifically for you and your situation with your spouse. Maybe you're single, maybe you're widowed, maybe you have kids, you don't. All these different all these different things help make decisions for your financial future. And something I want to go back and highlight here, Steve, before we close out today's show is, of course, Taxes. I know we've hit that kind of heavy in today's show, but I want to bring it up because it's such a big topic. And also, you're doing a really great job educating our listeners. You're hosting some events coming up on August 3rd and August 5th about taxes and retirement. Tell me, what can we expect out of these events? You know, how do we attend? Give me all the details. Well, I, you know, just just give us a call and, and we'll we'll sign it up. It's predominantly for the radio audience, and it, and the idea around it of it is is taxes are on sale right now. And if your advisor is not talking to you about taxes, my question is why? You know, it is going to be a thing. We, we can't have $3 trillion budgets and not expect to pay more taxes in the future. They cannot tax the wealthy enough to, to pay for everything that's been spent in the last 12 months or being proposed to be. So mm-hmm. we have to. So what are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about some of that legislation. We're going to talk about the interaction between different income types, how your income can affect your taxes. It's not just I got an income from Social Security, I got an income here, and I add them all together, and that's my tax rate. It doesn't work that way. A lot of people don't think about how their taxes are going to be affected once they have to take the forced distributions Mm -hmm. at age 72. Some people need that money. Some people are going to be forced to take money out of their account. They can pay the taxes and reinvestment. Well, let's look at the possibility. Would it make sense to look at some strategies that you might be able to reduce your taxes in the future? Thanks for listening to the All Financial Hour podcast. Catch the full show Saturday at 7 a.m. on The Voice of St. Louis, KMOX. Steve All is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. The All Financial Group, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and the All Financial Hour podcast are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate, and when redeemed, may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Insurance license in the state of Missouri. Insurance license number 8039738.